Welcome into the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah. Across from me, as always, Jordan Sherwood. Follow him on Twitter at WoodonESPN1000. Follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. No UFC event to preview this weekend. We're going to do a little bit of uh, recapping, and then we'll we'll play Siskel and Ebert for a little bit. Cisco and Ebert would be good. Yeah. Yeah, break the news dog. Yeah, exactly. It's the, the bark We do. Bit. We do have a little bit of news. We'll get to that in a little bit. But first, Jordan, what did you think of UFC 297? We have a new champion uh, in Dreykus Duplessis. He won split decision, and he beat Strickland, and now we have a new champion. I didn't stay up to watch the fight. I couldn't do it. I tried. <laughs> it, it just it was too late, and... Look, if if you're not going to tally my, my my picks now because I won't dedicate myself to watching fights live, I'm sorry. I put you in my go plays. Back and watch them. I, well, I did, I did. I went back and watched the fight, uh, and I scored it for Strickland. Uh, you know, I just thought the volume and kind of you know how he got out to an early lead and really the takedowns, even though Duplessis was able to secure them, weren't as impactful or meaningful to the fight. But I've got, you know, I've, I've obviously I've got no problems with you know, Dragos Duplessis being declared the winner. Uh, we had him as one of our selections in Fat Jack, which was not a winning night. Very disappointed, you know, disappointed in that. Um, really a dumb play on the Woodson Jordan uh, selection, thinking that that was going to, uh, you know, be a finish. Two guys that are just, you know, going to score uh, a lot. But look, I think there's there's uber good matchups now for Dreykus Duplessis uh, as the middleweight champion. Definitely not a rematch. I think Sean Strickland needs to go and fight somewhere else or somebody else, not somewhere else, somebody else. And in regards to Raquel Pennington and Myra Buena Silva, look, I, maybe I went out on a limb and saying Silva, but she was the favorite. I thought she was going to get the finish. Yeah. Raquel Pennington's been there, done that, but credit where credit's due to Rocky. She she did what she does. She dirtied up the fights, got takedowns, and used cardio. As we talked about last week on the pod, that that was going to be a factor, and uh, she got the win. So if you tallied Raquel Pennington, good for you. You cashed in at plus money, but like overall, like we right, Abdallah. We said this this fight card was going to be like kind of eh, yeah, you know, like a little bit of an appetizer to the bigger pay reviews that are coming yeah. at two ninety eight, two ninety nine, and three hundred, three hundred. So, I think, I, I mean, I don't know how you did throughout the night. Like I cashed really big early on uh, Jasmine Jusadivicius. Juice, yeah. Okay, that's a mouthful. Uh, she was plus like 540 to win by sub, mm-hmm. and she won by sub in the third round. Miraculously, that fight was not stopped in the first or second round because she, yeah. she landed the most amount of strikes in women's bantamweight history in a three-round fight, just pummeling Cachoeira. But then, like, somehow she grabbed the sub, and I was flowing. Like, so then I was just throwing out bats left and right, you know, and woke up to six consecutive plays missing i had silva silva money line silva uh tko so um under four and a half the plessies by ko the plessies uh inside the distance yeah and like under four and a half so it was it wasn't great uh luckily i i I had um a lot right and he's up i'm watching he's up big yeah he's up big i'm watching the live betting and at one point, Neil Magny got to like plus five thousand, and I was like, I should throw five bucks on this, and I didn't. It went away, and then because I wasn't watching it live, I was going back and forth on my phone between someone that was streaming it and uh, my my FanDuel app, 
and I was going back and forth, and I was like, all right, Malat's got this. Because that was the last leg of our uh, parlay. Right. And I'm right. like, we got this. Like, we got this parlay. And then I'm like, oh, man, I should hedge. I should throw five bucks on Magni at plus 5,000. Right, exactly. And then it went away, and, I was, and then I go back to the stream and watch him knock Malat out. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you kidding Just me? Just missed. Just missed. Yeah. At, at plus 5,000. It's five bucks, but still, that's a decent payout. Exactly. And especially on the hedge. Yeah. You know, you're, you're well Ex- on your way to that parlay. Exactly. But that's, yeah, such as gambling. You got to plan until you get punched in the face. Yeah, it's right? really difficult, too, for you to be live betting on something you're not watching. <laughs> well, it's like. Well, because I wasn't, I was watching it, and you know when you're watching someone illegally streaming it, uh, you're on a delay as it is, and so I was just watching the bets to make sure that, like, I was cashing, right? Because mm-hmm. as soon as Malak got out to, like, minus 3,000, I'm like, we're good. Like, we're money. And then it just kept on getting higher, minus three, uh, 3,500, minus 4,000. I'm like, all right. Yeah, he was cruising. easy, yeah. He was cruising. And then, of course, then he got punched in the face. So. Yeah, exactly. Got punched in the face, and Neil Magny does what Neil Magny does. Yeah, and exactly. he cashes as a big-time underdog. Exactly. And so. now we've got a couple UFC uh, fight nights that aren't great. Um, but then, real quick, bad night for Canada. Oh, yeah. Bad, bad night, night for Canada. For Canada. Yeah, I think they were like, like one in seven. Yeah, but they just walk out. They're just like, sorry, and then just walk out. Like, <laughs> they don't care. They're like, oh, better luck next time, eh? And then they just leave. Like, they don't care. That's what I was telling you. Like, yeah, the they crowd don't. was not going to be a factor. You they were not going care. into an intimidating yeah. territory. No. This is Brazil. They're throwing chairs and stuff. <laughs> exactly. No. Nuh-uh. They're passionate. Yeah. Not in Canada. Just like, oh, all right. A couple of those Brazilians probably not on the UFC oh, roster well. anymore because they're dead. Let's go. The Oilers are playing. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Speaking of Blackhawks and Oilers tonight. Um, (laughs) I knew that for sure. So, uh, all right. So some UFC fight nights we'll get to. uh, Some news for UFC 300. Not the news we want. No. We want a Bilal Muhammad fight. But instead, we're getting UFC signing Kayla Harrison from the PFL. uh, And she's going to fight Holly Holm at UFC 300. I hope this is not on the main card. It's going to be. It doesn't say, what's weird, okay, so you said that to me the other day, we were talking about this in passing, and I went to the uh, schedule, and I know this probably isn't set, but on ESPN's website, they have this as a early prelim fight. They have have Bo Nickel and Cody Brundage starting the The prelims. First prelim. The first prelims. That makes sense. Okay. Then Calvin Kadar and and Aljamain Sterling. Okay, then Yuri Prohatska, Alexander Rakic, and then Oliveira and Armin Sarukian is the final fight of the main pro- of the main prelims. Yeah, I don't. I, I I think that that's wrong. Right now, there's let's see, three. There's only two six, fights on the main card right nine, now. Nine. There's ten fights already announced. So yeah. like, like you know, likely we're going to have four or five more fights added to this card. They only have two. Fights on the Wei main Lee card right and now. Zhao Youngnan, right, yeah. for the mm-hmm. women's. And then Gagey Holloway? Yeah. Because it's the BMF? Yeah. See, my prediction would be you're getting one more title fight, and then you're going to get Holm and Harrison and Oliveira and Sarukian on the main card. So then there's only one more fight. Yeah, the title fight. So you get the title. The, yeah. You're going to get one more title fight, Wei Gagey, Oliveira, and Harrison. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. And then okay. everything else kind of filters down. But if they, you know, they make a big splash because I mean they were really trying to to see if they could get 
Dreykus, uh, back. They were asking yeah, him. Yeah, the back. And it, look, it's a quick turnaround. It's a quick. It's such a quick turnaround. Dude got messed up. So. I mean, if you make the argument that you get Izzy back in the fold and maybe Izzy takes on Hamzat Shemaev for a title eliminator fight, then maybe you're pushing Harrison and, and home. But I got to think that for Harrison to leave her contract, because she had one fight remaining at the PFL. Yeah. She's a millionaire, you know, with the PM, PFL. She's probably their highest priced uh, star. Yeah, it says, I mean, she's the face. For her to leave that, that organization and go to the UFC... And fight in a weight class she's never competed in before. Um, I, I think that she probably secured a pretty hefty financial, uh, you know, bag of cash. Yeah. To do this, and part of it might be pay per view points because the UFC traditionally doesn't like to give this these outlandish fight contracts. And the way that these fighters do make money or more money is on pay per view points. Mm-hmm. So. That would be my argument, but right now, if you're telling me that that's a prelim fight, fine. Because I'm not, in, I'm not interested in the fight. I think <clears throat> I'd be only interested if I'm getting assurances. And I do believe Kayla Harrison will win the fight if she cuts the weight. Fine. She already apparently has cut it once. She she did a sample cut. Um, I think she easily wins the fight against Holly Holm, and then you get Amanda Nunez back in the fold and mm-hmm. Amanda Nunez. But you know, look, the, the shine on Kayla Harrison also has has lost a little bit of its. Uh, spotlight because she she took a loss she's no longer undefeated she took a loss to larissa pacheco who i believe flamed out of the ufc you know at one point mm-hmm. so look it's star power the ufc 300 needs it but they need a, they still need a lot more in my opinion oh absolutely and like you need a no offense to bilal but like i feel like you need a big title fight it's hard to UFC headline 300. look i love you bilal it's hard to headline it is ufc 300, UFC 300 right yeah. Right? No offense to him, but like, I, I think like if you got like, no, I know Volk is fighting earlier. That's fine. But Volkanovsky, I feel like eh, oh, my knee, uh, shoulder, something like that. And so, then you, and then you move him. Yeah, sure. But you need more. You need more. I mean, look, three, look, 100 was, was Lesnar and GSP. And then you had Bisbing and, and, and uh, Dan Henderson. 200 mm-hmm. was Lesnar. It was supposed to be Cormier Jones, and ended up being Cormier versus versus Silva. You had a man in Nunez fighting for the championship against Misha Tate. Um, you need a big time star, and you just don't have it on this card quite yet. Now, I don't believe Brock Lesnar will will be in the mix for this. Him versus Tom Aspinall would be interesting. Well, you know what it would be? He's hurt. It would be John Jones, like a heavyweight. Like if he was healthy. Him versus Aspinall at the head, yeah. at the head of this card, yes. Like that, John Jones would be the if he was healthy, he'd be the guy, right? For sure, he would be the guy because that's you. You would have to go that way because he's the biggest name in UFC right now. That's not Conor McGregor, just because Conor McGregor's known to everyone, right? You know, but John Jones is also just as not just as famous, but like in the fighting world, just as big, more literally than figuratively. <laughs> yeah, sure, know? sure, sure. You yeah. know what I mean? But like, if you had if you had Jones fighting on this card, that would be the main. That'd event. be fine. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Which is everything else. Falls I hope place. it's Blow because he needs a title shot. Yeah, but I don't know. He needs a title shot. He needs a place on the card, and he needs he needs something. But that could be your your second to. Why well, I, I, I didn't I throw out to you weeks ago that should be three title fights on this card, every, dude. Every main every fight on the main card should be for a belt, <laughs> even the BMF title. I'm not. This UFC 300. 
You know how long it's going to take to get to 400? Yeah. Come on. You think we'll be still doing the podcast? Maybe. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Chris Black and I started doing a podcast a long time ago. Yeah. And we used to do a time capsule podcast at the end of the year. And I was like, ah, we probably won't be doing this next year. And it's been 15 years. Okay. So, yeah, we probably You're will be. You're setting the tone. Okay. We probably will be. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, every, why can't you get five title fights onto this card? Five, be- five belts. BMF doesn't count. You know, but it can count. You know what I mean? Because it's a belt. Have that be first. And then do four more title fights. What else you got? What else you got? I'm just pulling up the... The champions right now. So Makachev's not fighting because he's hurt. Okay. Alexander Pantoja, he just fought. O'Malley's fighting later this, in two months. Uh, Volkanovski's uh, next month. Uh, my Leon, Leon Edwards is, is is I don't know what the hell he's doing. I don't know what Leon's doing. And then there's there's Pahea. Like, what about him? Him versus Magomed on Kalaev. Okay. Like, just book that fight. I mean, we're talking, this is in April 13th, so this is almost four months away. Drakus can be fine by then. It's not that quick of a turnaround. It's four months. <laughs> Come on. Sure. Drakus versus uh, Izzy? Yeah, why not? For the middleweight strap? Do it. And then Bilal versus Leon? Bilal versus Leon. There you go. There we just booked the card. Booked the card. Easy. You're welcome, Dana White. Yeah. Speaking of Conor McGregor, who we talked a little bit about earlier... <laughs> I sent you today the trailer for Roadhouse, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, coming out on Amazon Prime on March 21st, and I know you've seen Roadhouse, right? I was going to ask you the same question, knowing, uh, believing in, in me 99.9% that you had seen of it. Of course. Because it's a classic. Yeah. And it's one of the best <laughs> movies I've ever made. I mean... It's one of the best worst movies. Yeah, ever yeah, made. exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. I, it's got know, great semantics. fights. It's it's a horribly like the the lines are awful. The writing lines horrible, are awful. But, but whatever. It, it has um, Sam Elliott. Yeah, it Patrick Swayze. It's awesome. Terry Funk. Yeah, come right. on, it's great. Of course, I've seen it. Yeah, okay, Good. I want to watch a dude get his throat ripped out. Of course, get killed by a taxidermy bear. Yeah, a guy. <laughs> Let's do this. It's great. Exactly. So today, when I saw this came out, Jake Gyllenhaal. Is playing Dalton. Yep. And Conor McGregor is making his acting debut as Knox. Yeah. And like the trailer looks good. Yeah. Like I'm going to watch this movie. No, you sh- I-, I saw. I saw the um, director. It's the guy from Born Identity. Born Identity. Yeah. He did Jumper. Yeah. He did um, Go. Mm-hmm. He did a couple of other Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Some really, some, some really entertaining and good yeah. films. Listen, the action looks good. Jake Gyllenhaal's a like, good don't actor. See, like he's in the UFC. Like, yeah. do you remember? It was I think like it last. Like, it was three or four months ago that, that they he they went to the weigh-ins. Yeah. Right, exactly. So they filmed it, and everybody was like, "What's that for?" It's for Roadhouse, right? Um, so you and I know this, and I, I felt good being able to nerd out about MMA and Conor McGregor. But when I showed it to Carmen DeFalco and Waddle. They're like, what happened to Connor? He got huge. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dude, he's at 185 now. Yeah. Like, this is insane. Yeah, he's like, fighting in a couple months. And I'm like, allegedly, he's not doing anything. But <laughs> right. allegedly, he might be. Like, you never know. Yeah. And they're like, he looks insanely big. I'm like, yeah, he's fighting 30 pounds heavier than he normally does. And so they were amazed at how big he's gotten. You know, but we've seen him, you balloon know, balloon up. Balloon right. up to yeah. that size. And we know that he's fighting at 185. And... 
I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's going to be a good actor. I think he's going to get the fighting stuff down fine because he's a fighter. Like, that's yeah. what he does. So the fighting scenes should be good. Jake Gyllenhaal's a good actor. Um, and I think he obviously took this seriously. Listen, if you got paid to work out, I would look like that too. Sure. But I don't get paid. And there's to a couple work out. other actors that I recognize. I don't know their names. Yeah, it, there's it, like the guy that plays like the asshole billionaire in a couple other things. He plays the asshole billionaire yeah. that wants to tear down the, the real I house. think the, 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 the gay guy from Broad City, did you ever watch that show? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in it. He's in it too. He plays like someone that gets his arm broken <laughs> right, exactly. uh, by Jake Jill. Like the, li- the one liners are going to be good. <laughs> Very good, yeah. You know, uh, the guy from, um, what was that TV show? I just watched it. I just watched the show. He was just in it. Fargo. The new season of Fargo. Yeah, I just saw it. He's the guy that Jake Gyllenhaal tells to take a step back and then punch the guy with the knife. Yeah. So he's in it. He plays the cop's uh, husband that just sits at home and plays golf all day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so he's in it. It looks good. I think it looks good. I asked Jess, by the way, of like, hey, by the way, like, what if this was our situation? Like, I, I just stayed at home and played golf all day. She's like, we're done. Yeah, like, she no, would. No. Forget it. Yeah, that's, uh, I tried to, to push that on my wife, too. And I was like, yeah. listen, we could rent the downstairs apartment instead. I could turn the basement into a simulator. Right. Like, I could get really good at golf. She's like, you're not going to get that good at golf. She just didn't even say, like, it wasn't even a concern that I wouldn't be working. It was that she was like, you'll never get that good at golf. <laughs> never good, right. Like, she just knows that I'm not that good at golf, that I will never get that good at golf, no matter how much time I spend on a simulator at home. Yeah. So I think it looks good. Um, I wonder how much, because I saw it today, the first time I saw it today, the UFC tweeted it out. So I wonder how much cross we're going to get over the next few fight nights and few you know you will uh, see previews for course. it on every other commercial because they're using sure. ufc he used to be a ufc fighter they're right. using the ufc branding they're not just saying oh he was an mma fighter or he used to mix martial arts they're saying ufc stuff in it so there's going to be a lot of crossover i mean jake jimeno is a ufc fighter in the film i know so this is there's I a scene where it's like oh my god it's the former ufc middleweight champion or whatever it is I think it, I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm ex- well, I just love the Ro- I just love Roadhouse. I can watch that movie anytime. Absolutely, I'll probably watch it this weekend when there's not football on on Saturday. A little more. I didn't think we were going to talk about this, but since we brought up the UFC and this made me think of this, did you see that earlier this week? Netflix signed a deal the, with, the with the WWE, WWE yeah. to run Monday Night Monday Raw. Night Raw, right? And we know the UFC has a deal with ESPN right now. Yeah, but I'm wondering. Because WWE and UFC are now tied together. With TKO. Yeah. If this will then lead to... Because Netflix wants to get in on sports, for sure. And I'm wondering if we'll see, not a pay-per-view, but like a, like we saw like a couple weeks ago with the, um, the NFL playoff game that was exclusively on Peacock. Sure. If we'll see... Because we know like the fight nights are exclusively on ESPN+, Plus, the main cards... The pay-per-views are pay-per-views on ESPN+. Plus. They're more expensive. But if you have ESPN+, Plus, you get the fight nights, right? So I'm wondering if at some point we'll get... Because I've always been fascinated by like what sports telecasting will look like 10, 20 years from now. Sure. And I don't think the Peacock thing is going away. Like We might get two playoff games on... A, a, it's uh, going to continue to yeah. grow, that's for sure. And so, like, eventually Apple will get involved. Netflix is a huge company. They throw money around like it's nothing. If we'll get a Netflix-only, you know, UFC, not necessarily pay-per-view, but it could get to that point where you get Netflix to have a 
UFC, whatever it is, when we get to that point, 350 or three something, or just a fight night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, I, could, how that I, I mean, look. look, I mean, obviously, all that, all that is merging and, and streaming is changing. I don't care. I have every platform, so <laughs> whatever it is, wherever, whatever it is, I'm going to find it for sure. Uh, speaking of the WWE, by the way, Royal Rumble pool. I just got my uh, text about that. You know, have you ever been in a Royal Rumble pool? I have, but like. Well, like, it's just gambling. Like, you don't know who's going to win. You just get a number. And yeah, but good. they do. But you don't know the number you're going to get till like, you get the number. And then, like, okay. So you're not picking... The guy. You're picking a number. You're picking you whatever... You hope that you get brought Cody Rhodes uh, on number 15. If whatever I 15. entrance they come, that's the number you, you get. get. So if you get no, 12, yeah, whoever you get the comes 12th out, person. Whoever gets 12, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Okay. And the first time I... I did one when I was in high school. I ran one. Yeah. And I got number two, and number two was Vince McMahon, and Vince McMahon won the Rumble. Oh, no the way. Thing, the thing. And everybody accused me of, like, cheating. Like, how, how am I, I cheating? Che- like, how what am I, I going to do? You saw me pick the number out of the hat. I'm not Freddie Prince Jr. I don't, I don't, I don't write anything. things. For those of you that don't know, Freddie Prince Jr. used to write for wrestling. I think he still does. I think he still does, too. He's on all those documentary and, that like, was those wild. When I shows. found that out, crazy, wild right? to me. Yeah. Wild to me. Because I was always like, whatever happened to Freddie? Because I grew up in the time where, like, Freddie Prince Jr. was, like, the guy. Yeah, sure. You know? And I was always like, whatever happened to Freddie Prince Jr.? Did a Google. Oh my God, he's been writing for me. This is years ago. I figured it out, but but still, no, that would be that would be fun. I haven't watched I haven't watched wrestling in years. Yeah, I'm not gonna like watch the, the pay per view. I remember one, yeah, one time, uh, like a well, friend of mine got the pay per view for his friends, and it was like we had two separate friend groups that were joined by this one guy, and like a couple of us were just like. Yeah, I'll go watch. Yeah, why not? And like Undertaker won, of course, because Undertaker's undefeated at uh, it, was it was at WrestleMania. It was, WrestleMania. it was a WrestleMania, so Undertaker was undefeated, so he he won, of course. Um, but yeah, that would be fun. All right, how yeah. much? I think it's like just like ten bucks. Okay, yeah, that's good. Not, nothing, nothing crazy. That's good. That's decent. All right, I'll see if you want to <laughs> see if we have I mean, any more entries. Well, like you can't. You're not watching it though, so how are you going to know who you get? He'll. Oh, I, you know. <sighs> I'll probably end up watching it. <laughs> I mean, if you go, if you uh, look, if you if you want to go back to like your childhood and you want, want to watch one wrestling match, watch? no. Okay. Um, if you want to watch one wrestling match, you watch the Royal Rumble because it's a battle royal. You don't know who's coming out. Oh, you, I thought you were going to say if you're going to watch like historic matches. No, no, no you, no, you watch no, the, the Rumble's Rumble. the best. Yeah, because the music hits like every th- you know twenty two minutes. The Rumble's the best. It was also the best Sega Genesis wrestling game there was. Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. The Sega I played Genesis. that, I played that too. So yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so good at that game. I love that game. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week. There's a UFC uh, fight night. I'm just looking up to see who it is. Oh, your girl's fighting. Yeah. Meatball Molly is, fi- is fighting. I don't know she's if she's back. my girl, but. I just like to say that. I know. I like. I, I mean, is this, is this when we're. Are we she's a heavy favorite. There she is. Yeah, so I don't think. Against Diana Belbita. Yeah, and someone that. That really struggles with takedowns and stuff. So. Oh, she's the last fight on the uh, prelims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Look, there's three. Uh, I think there's three entertaining fights. You know, Randy Brown, the king of kung fu. Yeah, he's always fun. Salikov, that'll be uh, good. Renato Maicano is always exciting, and he's taking on Drew Dober. Dober's oh, never in a boring fight. Yeah, Dober's. And great. you know, Nazardine Imamov and Roman Delize. You know, two like top ten, top fifteen middleweights. So yeah. let's do it. All right, we will preview that next week as we are back here on the Unnamed MMA Podcast. Make sure you follow Jordan on Twitter at Wood on ESPN 1000. Get all of his picks, fatjacksports.com, 
Fat Jack is hot. He's been hot with basketball the last few days. He's been hot with the football. Uh, Chris Black and I will have him on. I believe he was 12-3 and three, uh, on the weekend last week as far as all the props and the NFL and then all the basketball that goes along with it and Jordan's picks as well. So make sure you get Jordan's picks there at FatJackSports.com. Follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. And thank you for listening to the Unnamed MMA Podcast.